I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Welcome to Finding Myself. Today, I have a treat for you. As you know, I had a podcast life before finding myself. I hosted a podcast called 25 Meets 40 with my younger sister. I wanted to share an episode that I thought you would like. Enjoy. All right, Courtney, quit yawning. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to get it out real quick. (laughs) All right, so let's just jump right in today to our podcast. Um, So, Courtney, I know we're going to be talking about New Year's resolutions, but just wanted to check in to see how the holidays are going. So far, so good. I'm back at home in Mom and Dad's closet, missing you here. Last time I was here, both of us were here recording in the same room, but back home. Oh, so has the closet changed much? No. Still clutter, but it's a closet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I have been enjoying the holidays so much with the family, doing family things, um, just kind of taking it in. I really uh, appreciate your suggestion of decorating early because I think it really has made an impact on my Christmas spirit. Um, And I've been passing it around to other people. And actually, my eye doctor loved the idea of... of, (laughs) Uh, decorating early and starting early November. Yeah, get it done, get it over with, so then the holidays, you can enjoy the holidays instead of being like, oh my God, the holidays. <laughs> like everyone else, they're like, it's so busy, you gotta decorate, and then you gotta cook cookies, and then you gotta do this, and then you gotta, like, all right, well, decorate before, and then there's one stress gone. Well, I think the one nice thing, too, is you're right. I mean, decorating was part of, like, the laundry list of things you need to do for the holidays, and we just kind of spread it out more enjoyably. Um, And it just, it has been fun having the decorations up a little bit earlier and just being in that Christmas spirit a little longer instead of feeling like you decorate and then, you know, two weeks later you take it down. Yeah. No, I like it. Everyone else hates me for it. They're like, you're that Christmas person. I was like, yep. I am. (laughs) Hey, that's okay. That's okay. And I really kind of have been indulging a bit. Um, I think I found my new favorite drink. With your um, new coffee, espresso, foam, melt, foam thing? No, kind of talking more about an adult drink. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. I had a dark and stormy mule. Uh, last weekend, do you know using the mules? I know, but yeah. dark and stormy. I would. I don't know what that would be. Captain Morgan's. Okay, so Captain Morgan's with the ginger the beer, ginger beer, and lime. Interesting. Yeah. Because usually, what do they do with? It's just vodka and a mule. Well, what I'm learning is that there's different types of mules based on the. I know. I'm. I'm getting into this. The hard <laughs> liquor. So you can have a Mexican mule with tequila. Um, oh, okay. There's, uh, I think it's a Kentucky mule with bourbon. 
Okay. Um, I don't know the gin one, what that is called, but there's different versions. Hmm. So you don't have to just use the vodka. So I'm kind of like, I like this. I've always liked Captain Morgan's, and this is just a different way of doing it. So I'm in. There you go. I know. I got to get myself some of those really neat copper mugs. Yeah, I used to really like mules when they were like first coming out but now I just can't do it I don't know if it's the copper or the ginger now that I'm really not liking but oh. it goes down a little hard for me oh okay yeah I don't know I just haven't found my you know mule taste maybe I need to try a different liquor yeah there you go I think that's maybe I'll do that yeah if you like Captain Morgan's, try Dark and Stormy. Yeah. Pinterest. I was just on Pinterest looking at different things. There's tons of different recipes, different versions with, um, you know, like an apple pie mule. And I was like, oh, okay. So you've got some different fruit. Yeah. Oh, there was a blackberry mule. And I was like, that looks good. That and sounds delicious. A cranberry mule using the orange as the citrus with the cranberries. I'm like, wow, they just sound mm-hmm. so refreshing. Mm. Yeah. I'll have to try it out. I don't know. So uh, going into this episode with the New Year's resolutions, um, maybe my New Year's resolution is going to be try different mules. I can accomplish that resolution. <laughs> That's one that will motivate you. <laughs> I will work hard at accomplishing that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hmm. So do you get into New Year's resolutions? I do. I, well, so I don't know. I am, I'm a goals person, which we've, we found out with the, when we talk about like my planners and all that jazz. Right. I like setting goals for myself, but the whole new year's resolution of being like 365 days a year, I have to do this, this, and this, and this, and not do this, this, like that's a lot, except for one year I did it with flossing okay that's the only one where I was like I accomplished I missed maybe like five to eight days out of the year with flossing okay. every day so that's the only like full like 365 new year's resolution that I've ever like set and completed and that's a very practical resolution yeah. I, I wasn't expecting to hear that as a resolution but good idea yeah. What about you? I have always kind of gone into the New Year's resolutions, writing them down ahead of time, taking time to reflect. What do I need to work on? What do I want to work on? Um, yes. And it used to be this long laundry list of a variety of things. Um, but I have, as I've gotten older, realized that that wasn't necessarily realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I kind of reflect a little bit. And it's more um, personal and more um, incorporating things into my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not necessarily like measurable goals. You know, I want to climb Mount Everest. It's more, um, you know, I want to be more um, thoughtful, uh, more thankful, um, more open things like that yeah yeah with those though you still need to be measurable in it all or else then it won't happen um you need to have a way to measure your your 
change that you're wanting. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I get where you're going with this, but let's talk about it in a little bit. I did some kind of quick research on New Year's resolutions because I knew we were going to be talking about this and thought I'd try to, you know, set us up with some some good facts. So interestingly enough, New Year's resolutions has been around for thousands of years. It's kind of crazy. Um, It wasn't when the calendar was like our calendar. It was a shift. Um, But um, over 4,000 years ago, in about the mid-March time when the crops were being planted, that's when they would make these New Year's resolutions on what was going to happen and what they were going to do. Um, A little bit more recent than that for the early Christians, the first day of the New Year became the traditional occasion for thinking about one's past mistakes and resolving to do or be better in the future. Um, so again, tied to religion, religion and being thoughtful and reflective. Um, they say that about 45% of Americans usually make resolutions, but only 8% of them are successful. Dang. Yeah. So the odds are against you for being successful. You want to know how the odds can be with you? Okay. In being successful? Yes. If you write it down and tell it to someone, you're 70% more likely to remember and complete. Look at you with that statistic. Say yeah. it again. If you, are, if you write it down and you tell it to someone, you're 70% more likely to remember and complete. Wow. All right. See, I, I agree with writing it down. I think that's just- one big important piece of it and that's what I always did and had it um, in one or two places in a um, planner journal I would have it but I would also have it posted on my wall kind of in my office home office area so that it was a, a visual reminder in a time of reflection but also in a time of action being in the office oh yeah I also agree on the accountability partner, you know, telling someone, um, maybe working with them or being able to um, update and give progress to someone or that they're going to ask you questions definitely, I think, makes you feel more accountable and obligated, um, but also just makes it more formal, truly something you're working towards. No, yeah, I... uh... Um, just created my New Year's resolution, and I told it to my office staff, and we're kind of like brother and sister and bicker back and forth and make fun of each other. Okay. And so um, mine is based on the the floss again, and I knew my coworkers would kind of be like, that's a stupid New Year's resolution, and then make fun of me type thing. And so I was like, let me tell them, because then they're going to make fun of me all the time and be like, so have you flossed today? <laughs> So then it keeps me accountable. I like that. That you're open to the the teasing and the ridicule as your way of being reminded. Yeah. You you found I could, I could be like, no, and let me pull up my floss and let me show you right here that I'm flossing. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. It's in my back pocket. <laughs> yep. I like that. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, they say that the most common reason that the um, resolutions fail is that they're unrealistic. 
Uh-huh. I mean, I, hey, I've been guilty of I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Um, 20 pounds over a year is not realistic because I, there were times I did lose the 20 pounds by, you know, the end of spring. But then by the time summer and then winter came back around, I had gained back weight. It was too long of a span to hold that goal. And, you know, because once I hit it, I was like, yay, I hit it. Um, Here's the cake for celebration. Yeah. (laughs) So that timing-wise was not good. I needed to, to make it more realistic um, and a follow-up plan that if when I hit my, you know, 20 pounds, what was I going to do? Um, so those, that's one thing is making the goal realistic. I think another one too, like along with realistic is um, that people fail on is making it specific. So a lot of times you do, so you say you want to lose 20 pounds in the year and you think that that's just measurable in, in, in of itself um, because it has the 20 pounds and once you reach it you're good but to get to that 20 pounds they don't specifically say how they are going to do it by writing down I'm going to stop eating chips I'm going to stop eating bread I'm going to start eating this or start meal prepping on Sundays so then you have those smaller goals for your weekly and daily and those I would call in the counseling world your action steps what yeah. are your, you know, the actions that you're going to take to ultimately reach your goal? Um, what is going to be concrete? You know, that every day I'm going to walk for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to cut sugars out of my diet. I'm going to stop drinking the pop soda, mm-hmm. um, you know, combinations. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was one thing that I, I came across on how to help yourself keep the resolutions, which I really hadn't thought of, Um, but rewarding yourself. Maybe putting in that resolution that if I save, you know, $200 by the end of March, I'm going to allow myself, you know, to $15 or to get my nails done. You know, something, Mm -hmm. you know, to reward yourself so that you keep going, you know, that you're not only working for that goal, but you, it's a year long. It's, that's a long yeah. time. So finding those shorter, you know, rewards instead of at the end of the year, I can reward myself or feel good I accomplish something. Like, I like that, to build in rewards to your resolution. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely, I haven't thought about that one either. Also, I, it, need, to, I need to do that one more because yeah. I think that would be a, helpful motivator for me also if you have a setback not to just throw up your hands and give up yeah but how do I get myself back on track mm-hmm. you know and, and yep. it's funny as I'm saying this I'm thinking this is what I do with my my students we set goals and always I put at the end what happens if you get thrown off and you don't get the B this marking period or you get, you know, you fail one of your tests, so therefore you can't get the B. What do you do? And, it, you know, typically we always, you know, say that the student is going to come back and talk with me and we're going to figure out what we need to do. So it's not just, oh, I'm done. I give up. Yeah. I failed already. We're going to figure out what the next step is to get back on track. Yeah. So that, because think about if, you know, 
already by March, I've not saved any money, that I'm going to say, well, screw this. Like, I can't save money. What's the point? And give up. But if that's March, we have so many more months to get back on track and maybe find a new way to save and maybe even, you know, make up for those couple months that you didn't save. Oh, yeah, that's a, a, a big part of it all. Yeah. I think what was also interesting, um, it was something that I had started looking at personally about New Year's resolutions and alternatives to New Year's resolutions. Um, we have a very traditional way of thinking about New Year's resolutions, but other people have come up with some really interesting ideas to, that has the same intentions, um, but not the same method or mode on doing it. Um, have you, like what? Okay. Um, writing yourself a letter, reflecting on the past year and what your hopes are for the new year. Mm-hmm. So it's a reflection, you know, maybe, you know, to refocus yourself or, you know, you realize that this past year was focused on your outward appearance and this new year your hope is to um, reflect or to focus more on your inner person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And again, it does go to the writing it down. It's the reflecting piece. Um, hopes I don't necessarily know are as measurable, um, but it's definitely something you can revisit. You know, having oh, yeah. that letter to yourself um, is a great opportunity to revisit and reflect. I think that's a good way, a good place to start um, no matter what. Like if you want, want to create a New Year's resolution, but you don't necessarily – necessarily know where to start and what would be realistic for you write down make that letter to yourself that's true and figure out where you kind of like go just like do like word vomit on the paper yes kind of see where your mind goes to which I also wonder about um we did the gratitude journals um back in the Thanksgiving time and Mm -hmm. we put some of those prompts up there which might help you kind of focus you see where um there's gratitude and and where you're um, feeling blessed and, and how those blessings might help you in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. Oh, I was also going to say, um, I also saw on Pinterest there's these graphic organizers. And one column, well, the heading is, this year I will do dot, dot, dot. One column is more of this, and the next column is mm-hmm. less of that. I like that one. I saw that. Yeah. So that's a very simple, very simple, um, you know, I want to, you know, have more time with my friends and family and less time planted in front of the TV. I want to have more conversation at the dinner table and less on our cell phones at the dinner table. Very much, um, you know, in... um, contrast they, they can be in contrast with each other they can complement each other and kind of maybe put some perspectives um out there yeah i completely agree little like little not promo but like flashback to our episode of the planners the passion planners we are literally talking about passion planners right now all these things that they have of like the graphics of um they have that in there the they, you start off with what was what your your last month. What did you do in your last month? What did you like? 
what did you not like how can you change to the next month so and they have that at the beginning of it so for your year what did you do last year that you liked what didn't you and then you make your yearly goals your monthly goals your weekly goals all of that jazz compassion planners i love it that. i can't say it enough i think <laughs> i've said passion planners in every episode since that that one because everything for me relates right back to it so that was episode 13 talking about different planners and i i agree with you that way kind of we talked about the year being so long if you're reflecting every month, month to month, on what that goal is, that's definitely going to help you stay on track. Oh, yeah. And even if you complete your goal, then it it makes you sit there and kind of be like, all right, well, I completed it. And now it doesn't, like, force you to make a new goal. But, like, it's just, like, there's, like, a goal section sitting there. And you're like, oh, I've got nothing in there. You're like, oh, I need to put something in there. So then it forces you kind of to – or it allows you to create that new goal and continuously carry on with something. Which going along with planners, there was a um, kind of a different way to look at resolutions. And you look at a whole year and you separate each month into its own category of what's the new habit that you want to create in March, April, uh-huh. May, each month. Um, I've seen some suggestions about healthy habits for each month um you know they this month i'm going to focus on drinking more water so can i track something for a month and we know from our other um from our gratitude episode that it takes 21 days to get a habit formed Um, so you know doing one habit each month collectively will have a very healthy year yeah And I also think with the planners on that is, one, you write down that you want to drink more water, and then in your daily sections of it all, you can track it, and I want to drink three glasses of water, this many ounces, and you get to track it in your planner, and you get to say how many you had that day, or if you completed that of, like, you want to eat more vegetables in a day, and so you can say, yes, I ate vegetables today, or no, I didn't. So you can physically see it written down there in your planner. Right. So so that might be something that, you know, starting off the new year and giving each month a focus and what habit that month am I going to focus on um, that I'm going to put my energies into. So a shorter amount of time um, and reasonable. Um, yeah. So that's another kind of alternative to a New Year's resolution. And then yeah. – the last one, I know I showed you this one. I thought this was really interesting. It was a more kind of fill in the blank. So again, I found this one on Pinterest. Um, it's a printable that you can um, get off of Pinterest. There's a few different you know, versions of it, um, but essentially you know, the heading is, this year I will, and then they have prompts. Start a new habit. So you get to pick one habit that you want to start this year. Okay. Read a good book, and you get to fill in what that book is. So, again, it's not that I'm going to read 17 books. Uh It's pick one book that's meaningful to you that you've been wanting to read. um, And so doable. Learn a new skill. That's so wide open, but it could be a skill on anything, either in your professional life, your personal life. Um, There's go on a visit to. 
maybe some place that you've never taken the time to go visit or a place that you really want to visit and you want to make it happen. Breaking a bad habit. So maybe there's something that's always been nagging you. Um, if you're a smoker, uh, if you're the person who slouches, sorry, I'm sitting up now. Um, you know, one oh of the. My God. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. <laughs> you know, so breaking some, you know, breaking one bad habit, not all 17 of them, but one habit. Look forward to. So is there something that's coming up that you want to look forward to? You want to put some emphasis on. And then finally, trying something new. Uh, maybe, you know, there's something, um, an activity that you've never tried. Uh, maybe it's food. Maybe it's a, <laughs> drinks. Um, just yeah. something kind of out of your ordinary that maybe you've want to try that you haven't done. So I like that. It's just an easy fill in the blank. Again, writing it down and making it very reasonable, very realistic. Um, so I, I like that as an alternative, and I think I'm going to be using that actually this year to do my yeah. New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I, I again though for the for the people who out there they they don't usually set this or they don't um, they can't complete their goals that they've done. I wouldn't take the easy way out because um, one of the quotes I I found on Pinterest was um, list live less out of habit and more out of intent and intent is hard because that's chain like you have to really want to change and you have to have that intention to change and changes work so when you um like if you want to work out so you go to work every day and you put in work when you come home you always say you want to relax but you're gonna have to put in work again in order to make that change so i for our listeners out there who this isn't their normal thing or they They've tried doing those easy, um, easy kind of activities for New Year's resolution. You you have to put in that work and really put in those action steps and put in trackers. You have to post it everywhere. Like you said, you posted things in your planner because that's where you go to every day in your office because right. that's where you, you see it every day. You have to see it. So, like, for me, I'm going to be putting sticky notes on my mirrors, floss. I'm going to put a sticky note on my, on my front door for me when I exit. Did you floss? Like, I'm going to, in my planners, like, in my car. Like, I, you need to see it every day. So you can't just sit here. And those, for those people, again, they, that's a good way to start and figure out where you really want to go. But Can I give you a suggestion on your flossing? Yeah. Okay. Connect flossing with another activity that you do that you already do regularly? Would be brushing my teeth. Okay. So then always... But, so, but see, for me, like, it's it's very... It's hard for me to connect it to it. Because, like I said, I've done this before. And literally, the only... Um, I... I'm such an excuse person. I find excuses in everything. <laughs> They're great excuses. Such good excuses. If I floss... Which, how long does flossing take? Like a minute max? If I floss, I'm going to be late to work. Literally. And then I'm like, I can't be late to work because if I'm late to work every single day, then my bosses are going to know and then they're going to fire me. And I don't want to get fired because I'm a really good worker and I really need this money. And boom, I'm done. It, I didn't floss that day. So for me, I really need those messages everywhere. I'm putting my floss. I'm 
before the first of the year, I'm putting floss in my work desk, in my backpack, in my car, in my bathroom, and in my kitchen. Weird places to have floss, but they're all going there. No, hey, no, I, th- I think you're approaching this right. I mean, some people might be laughing right now because we're talking about yeah. flossing, but this is just an, one example mm-hmm. of doing something you know, right or with intention. Um, It is a healthy self-care task, Um, taking care of yourself. So, you know, it's it's very, very appropriate. And you're trying to set yourself up for success. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I totally, I totally agree with that. I, too, have been and had an issue with flossing. Um, I think it has to do with having braces because that's where mine comes up. Yeah. I had issues with braces and flossing, and and um, that habit was never formed. And yeah. I had um, issues with my gums, and flossing did not make mm-hmm. them feel very good. But I have gotten in the habit now, and I don't have any problems. Um, yeah. But I, I have now a routine, uh, oral mm-hmm. hygiene routine. I know that sounds nerdy. Um, but I do. <laughs> but you have to. These are things that you ha- like. It sounds so nerdy, but it, they're things that all of us have to do and have. But yeah, you definitely definitely have to set yourself up for success in whatever way that is form possible. If you need to go buy yourself new workout clothes because they are cute and they make you feel good and you want to wear them, you go buy that. Spend the money on it because if you buy workout clothes that you don't want to be in. You're not going to go. Which I'm thinking about that as part of reward. Because, yeah. like, when, you know, you work out, and if I'm working out the way I'm supposed to, that I'm going to reward myself with new workout clothes. Yeah. I That's what I was kind of envisioning when it comes to the reward. Like, feel good, because I agree. If you think you look good, you feel good, and you want to get out there and you want to exercise. Yeah. If yeah. Every month, if, you, if you've worked out for your five days a week or your 30 minutes a day or whatever it is, at the end of the month, go buy yourself those 50 pair of leggings, $50 pair of leggings that you've been looking at, but you're like, it's $50 for just a pair of leggings that I'm going to sweat in and have to wash the next day. Go do it. Yeah. Because it's going to make you want to wear them and get your butt to the gym or moving and grooving. Now, I want to throw out there to our listeners, if you're looking for an accountability partner, hey, hit us up. More than willing to be your cheerleader to help you achieve those goals that you have set for yourself. Um, we can put it out on Facebook or you can uh, DM us um, and we can be there to help you accomplish. If you need some ideas on the rewards or how to structure that um, that goal that you have, you know, more than willing to kind of brainstorm with you. Again, I'm going to resort back to I am a counselor. So this is something that I do on a regular basis. <laughs> um, so, I, you know, we can help you with that. Um, so if there's something that we can do to help you achieve those New Year's resolutions, please let us know. Want to also remind you, we've talked a little bit about self-care. We have episode six, which we talk about our self-care. Um, Also, we've talked about our planners. So we do have an episode 13 regarding the planners and different ideas on how to use them and some of the accessories with that. So that might help you with your New Year's planning. And then finally, our healthy living. 
healthy living is always part of starting a new year. We had a healthy living episode back at episode nine uh, that might give you some ideas. I know we talked about incorporating water more and Uh what are the tricks and tips on just drinking more water because it definitely has so many health benefits. So that might be something to kind of hit up in the new year too. Yeah. And then our last but not least, um, episode input is our listeners' questions. It's going to be our next episode when you're listening to this in two weeks. So we uh, want you all to DM us, email us, put it on Facebook, however you want to get in contact with us. Um, we want to hear your questions that you have for Meredith and I uh, about our relationship, about podcasting, about any of our episodes that we you want something further in on an episode that we did or you want to ask us about a future episode possibly that we may do or that you want us to do so hit us up (laughs) we are so looking forward to hearing from you guys we already have some questions that have come our way um, that we're excited to kind of talk about Um, But we love to incorporate more, make sure that we're answering those questions and piquing some curiosity out there. So thank thank you everyone for listening to us. We have had an awesome year. Uh, Looking back, I can't believe that we are here at the end of the year with this podcast, um, that we have done so many episodes, that we have been listened to in so many countries and in so many states here in the United States. It's just truly awesome to think of what we've done this year and accomplished this year. So thank you for your help with all of that. Yes, thank you, thank you, and uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to the bonus throwback episode. I sure do love being on the mic with my little sis. Stay tuned for more opportunities to hear us together. You can also find both of us in the Finding Myself Facebook community. Feel free to check it out. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time. 